Welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. Let's talk about The Bachelor. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. This episode is sponsored by the cold and flu season, which is why things are so delayed here, but we're still alive and we're going to recap the finale of Zachary Shellcross's episode. Do not worry. Are you ready, Christy? I think so. Let's get right into the most dramatic finale of The Bachelor ever, as, of course, Jesse puts it at the very beginning of the episode. I mean, finales are always pretty dramatic, I'd say. Eh, okay. Especially if you, if you say so. They're, they're dramatic because of what happens with the final two person, usually. Well, that that is uh, usually true. So uh, it feels like forever ago. But l- let's, let's talk about Ariel's hot seat. We said uh, last episode that we were really hoping for her to get a hot seat. And here she is. We, I, I'm really glad they didn't skip over her. Jesse must have been listening to our podcast last week. <laughs> so tell me everything. I just think overall she really handled herself well. Like she said everything she needed to in like a really respectful but like pointed way to Zach. Yeah, she's always come across as a very... Uh, like balanced and measured person throughout the season of the things that we've seen of her. She doesn't seem super prone to a lot of the uh, just crazy drama that tends to happen with people. Like she's not the, the source of that typically. Yeah. She's like really like poised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, which is real great. Uh, it it probably would have been interesting to have her as a bachelorette, but... I mean, a lot of people feel that way. That's for sure. Yeah, well, we won't, uh, we won't get into that. <laughs> <laughs> that particular kettle of fish. So I want to get your perspective on... So I, I you know we talk about she's poised, she's balanced handles herself well but talk to me a little bit about her reaction to uh and and per, i guess her own perspective on everything that went down in fantasy week because that that obviously had a huge bearing on on the season for her yeah i mean she was left in the dark like i just kind of had assumed that maybe Zach told her what happened and they just edited it out. But we learned that even when she got to the rose ceremony, she's like trying to infer from his speech about the head and the heart and all that stuff. So she right. kind of found out with the rest of America, which is not great. Yeah, specifically found out that the physical intimacy with, with Gabby had occurred. And... I just, I don't know. I The more I think about this season and last episode, the, the less favorably I look upon Zach, I think. I think that if we had recorded this episode immediately following the actual airing of the episode i i think that i would have not been quite as hard on him because i i think i'm going to have some not super nice things to say about him throughout this week i mean he's great i'll just say that zach's great he's wonderful uh but i think there were some real problems with the end of his season now, it didn't quite go the same direction as Clayton's season, but... I mean, 
kind of in a similar direction. It definitely was in a similar direction. Uh, and I think that it may have actually been worse, <laughs> potentially. But the the fact that he made that whole showing of, uh, man, I just feel so guilty about this. I really need to talk to the women. I need to confess this. And literally the only person he told was Katie. Well, and then and and rubbed it in Gabby's face. But besides that, no. I mean, she was Ariel was still in Thailand. She was still right there. Like she was forgotten, essentially. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll get more, uh, more and more into that. I just also was struck by how she was also on board with the whole hold, holding off on on sex. But he just stripped her of that agency of being able to express her own opinions and have input in that decision. Like, I think we talked about it in this light a little bit last time, but just the fact that, like, one person doesn't just decide to have sex or not have sex. Like, that's not really how it works. And to just sort of make this unilateral decision for the entire week is just without having any sort of interaction with the women that, like, would be having sex with him if sex is happening. Like... Yeah, it's a little (laughs) controlling. Yeah, and I really think that that her taking him to task a bit uh when she when she got to talk with him i think that that was very well deserved on his part and i was super happy with with her for actually basically going in there guns blazing and not guns blazing in a like crazy uh, like super emotional fashion of like throwing blame around at attacking character. Like it was all very like, this is basically what happened. Like you took my agency away from me. Like you didn't treat me with respect. You like all these different things and just kept laying on the, the one, the one, two punches there. I liked when she said, by putting sex off the table, it made the whole week about sex. Yeah. Because that's I, literally what it turned into. I'm sure literally every single Bachelor Nation podcaster said that exact same thing. <laughs> we said it yeah. so many times. I mean, any any podcast I've heard, same same deal. Like, obviously, it's going to make it all about it. So Yeah, and I thought he took what she said pretty well. Like, I realize I didn't handle things correctly, and you have every right to feel that way, basically just owning up to what he did. Yeah, well, like, what what else is he supposed to do? I mean, I feel like it kind of goes back to that whole theme that we've talked about, or at least touched on, that Zach tries very hard to first of all avoid drama and second of all avoid looking like a terrible person which is why we get the breakups that are like i just i couldn't love you <laughs> as much as you deserve like those things like the greer breakup the like just we could go through the whole list and so I don't think he had any other option besides just sit there and take it because otherwise he would be creating drama and by pushing back, like, that that studio audience would have eaten him alive. Oh, yeah, he would have looked like a jerk. Yeah, they, they would have completely destroyed him. So, fun time. Yep, so I, I really enjoyed her hot seat. It was yeah. very satisfying. yeah. Can we touch on here since it just seems like a great place for it. So now that 
we've seen the the entire season in all its glory. We know, I mean, <laughs> you knew before, I know, but <laughs> we all now are on the same page of knowing who won, all the, all the twists and turns along the way. Let me ask you, what do you think about the selection of Charity as the Bachelorette? I mean, personally, I would have picked Ariel because he's just different and interesting. But, I mean, I, I understand why they chose Charity. Yeah, I guess trying to... Uh, trying to continue the trend of rehabilitating their their image, I guess. Yeah, there's also the fact that they started filming before Zach's finale aired. And so it would have been a little harder to start filming with Charity or with Ariel when she maybe hadn't been eliminated yet from what we see as the audience. Yeah, but like she was already eliminated. <laughs> well. Let's let's be let's be totally real here. Uh so I don't know. I, I it definitely makes sense with how it seems like ABC tries to like work things as they're it, it really seems like they're all signs point to tr uh, they're trying to make a comeback. They're trying to accelerate upwards, kind of maybe in a way rewind the clock to a more golden time <laughs> of a bachelor. As you keep mentioning throughout the season, all of the the many callbacks to Sean Lowe's season, which I, did you describe it as the last? great season of the bachelor or am i making I that mean, up it depends on like what your rubric is i mean he's the last or only one to marry his final person and they're still married yeah which is like the only success well there was the two people that did the switcheroo so if we add those two in that's three bachelors <laughs> okay out well. of 20 seven so yeah depending on how you count it so they're making a comeback i like i get especially you know we got during the women tell all uh you know the revelation of bringing on the uh the professor who does the diversity consulting and you know i i still don't <laughs> Can I can I ask you this as well? I feel like we're going on a bunch of rabbit trails here, but I'm just very interested. So you were also telling me about the firing, right? That happened recently of the creator oh, of the yes, show? Mike Fleiss. So he actually is the one who kickstarted this concept. Yes, he created the show. And so when was he fired? Well, that was like this week. Okay. I mean, it came out that it was because of racial dis discrimination. He was saying stuff like minorities don't get ratings. There was a lot of bullying of pro producers who wanted to cast people of color. I mean, look, <laughs> I can't say that I'm super surprised. Oh, I'm not the least bit surprised. Just, just given the the show's track record i i guess do do you view that as part of their rehabilitation efforts like okay we'll get rid of him we'll we'll keep on moving this train of of progress i mean it depends on like the viewpoints of the people that replace him i guess yeah i i, I guess we'll uh, see yeah, that's that's very funny to me, because I I think that the Bachelor is having a bit of an existential crisis, because on the one hand, you have a huge portion of the audience, I'm assuming, is sort of. I hope this isn't like a 
derogatory slur or anything, but like, it seems like a good segment is like that sort of wine mom category of people. Like, it's the soccer mom, you know, it's the suburban type person. And so you have all of that, which we saw a lot of rage from that demographic and similar with the whole Chris Harrison firing and, you know, all of that fun stuff. Um, and you also have people who are saying, oh, you know, let, let, like, let's have some, like, black people or Asian people on this show. <laughs> and it seems like they've been trying to kind of uh, thread that needle a lot of the time. So I don't, I don't know if they're going to be able to hold on to a large enough chunk of all of their demographics, especially going back in the direction of sort of progress. Too many people may have checked out already. You know, people who have been wanting to see a shift in the show, you know, people and I, like say Rachel Lindsay, who was a, a big name with with the show and like wants nothing to do with it oh yeah a lot of people have checked out for right sure so will will they uh will they succeed in their comeback i don't know but it's interesting to watch and you'll definitely hear more from us about this in the future if i had to guess let's get back to the episode <laughs> yeah we can return to thailand Ooh. Where Zach takes another shower. Mm. Couldn't finish the season without that. Nope. Yet again. So Just, he's Sean Lowe. <laughs> so it's time for Gabby to meet the family. And I feel like this went well with everyone. There were no major issues or drama. No. Uh, he, before he met with his his family and his two finalists he he did meet with his family himself <laughs> and it's him describing like you know like taking sex off the table was a big mistake and like all this stuff where he's like very clearly trying not to reveal too much but like he's like yeah i kind of kind of screwed this up <laughs> was very funny i it never gets old to me to watch zach try to describe or explain awkward things ah at least they said no details no you don't want to know that well they know now well yeah (laughs) regrettably but that's yet again it's why you leave it at what gabby said yeah, we had great cuddles. Cause like you don't you don't kiss and tell. You don't you don't pull back the curtain and show what, what actually went on. That's the whole point of the fantasy suites. No cameras. We don't get to know what went on there specifically. Ugh. It makes me so angry. I feel like he's just uh, blasphemed the as sacred institution of the show or something like that like hmm. so before she met his family they did have a chat how did you think that went (laughs) i mean i guess it's basically like do you regret sleeping with me like am i the reason you feel like a failure and zach like reassures her no like I wouldn't take anything back. He said, in my heart, it's love. And I guess that was enough to convince her. Uh, man. So. He did not handle this well. I just feel like if you're the bachelor, you have to know at this point, right? You know, he claims he didn't know until. Well, so, yeah. Like, Katie's last date. But, like, that is the very last day before engagement. Yeah, so that that's part of the problem and part of why I have been 
increasingly unhappy with Zach the the more I think about the 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 end of this season uh, is because I I would say like you know you try to take the season at face value, but he's had he had to have known. Yeah, I just it's, a lot of other elites have said they knew like Final Four, even earlier, like I just, it's really hard for me to believe he truly did not know, like it was a coin flip up until laying eyes on Katie at their last date. Yeah, I mean, it's just like you've described in the past about, you know, you bring in 30 people to the mansion on the first night and the person is already like, yeah, like, I like these six people and like these other four or five people are okay. And then I just want to vomit looking at all the other. And like <laughs> that, like that, the first night I would bet like, it's pretty much like that. I, I'm making those numbers up obviously, but you, you got the idea. Mm-hmm. And similarly here, I, he had to have known previously, which makes it, all so much worse about how it went down you kind of wonder like going back to the sex week with gabby like i mean if he did know at that point it makes that decision even worse but i guess if we go off of his word that he didn't know then it would be fine i don't know it's just it's so messy the problem is i don't believe him yeah, that's just, it's really, really hard to believe. Yeah, it, it it really, really is. I do want to take one moment and uh, make my disappointment known that we did not get to see Patrick Warburton this season, as promised. Because he didn't want to make the trip. <sighs> and they cut out the group date puppet show he was a part of hmm. early in this season yeah very disappointed very very disappointed uh so one common theme that uh that good old zachary's dad kept bringing up was that it's the tough times that you share together not the good times that really just, I guess, form the glue of your relationship. It's it seemed like he was saying, and because he told that to both Gabby yes. and and Katie, he did. I mean, might as well reuse the same good advice. <laughs> I mean, and it's like mm, two pieces of good advice. Mm, I don't know. Here's what you get. (laughs) It's the only thing I got. I did find it interesting that Gabby didn't know about Zach's whole thing when he was a kid. Yeah, the... uh, The, I forget the name of the disease he had. Yeah, it was like a, a defect in a heart valve or something like that. I guess it was more serious than I thought. Like, his parents thought he was gonna die. Yeah, I mean, I guess... The whole coroner's report thing, that's not a normal thing. It it could have been super serious, and, and maybe he really was on, on death's door because he was such a tiny person. Anything else from this visit, or should we move on to Katie's Meet the Family? Um... Well, I just continue to feel bad about this whole end of the season <laughs> uh, that's that's uh all all i got there yeah definitely got worse as the episode went on Mm-hmm. and i guess we can mention too uh that this is when they started having technical difficulties oh yeah for gabby's final date uh, I mean, the, the Katie family meeting, I mean, it was a big love fest basically the whole time. Not much to report from there. 
Yeah, they're they're big fans. Everyone's uh, in love. Yeah, Katie was kind of, I guess, cry sweating at one point. Yeah, well, the climate there was also pretty hot too. Oh yes, but... it's very hot, very very hot, and uh, Dad just believes that it's, it's the tough times. <laughs> Yep, same to make thing. the relationship, uh, and so she, she's, she's in love. So in for love for Katie and Zach's final date, which we learned they aired this out of order. Of course, they did. So this came last, which means Zach wasn't lying about when he supposedly knew. Because if you follow the way the show did it, he knew after this date with Katie, but then went on the date with Gabby, but it was actually flipped. Yeah, I I just think he he knew before then. Oh, I do too. as well. But <laughs> if we take him at his word <sighs> for the purpose of the argument. I, I, I just, I don't know if I can really rein in my cynical nature to that degree. I don't know if I can do it. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. So. So. The the last dates for me are probably like the most inconsequential of the season because they, they always follow the same format, like people kind of stammering around the issue at hand. The contestants are always like one trying to decipher, is it me? Am I the one, but also nervous and scared? I mean, it's kind of just the same, like, plot each time. Yeah, which is it, in in addition to the whole fact that, like, probably 9.8 out of 10 times, the the lead has already decided back in, like, hometowns or, or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Yeah. More yeah. technical difficulties. I love how we just had a whole section between commercial breaks. Like an entire segment of the show that had no audio when it aired. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, it wasn't important. No. But it was still funny. Because, I mean, ABC technically has all the money in the world at their disposal. Like, they're owned by Disney. Disney has an infinite amount of money. And yet, here we are. No audio. Yeah, it was very strange. Have you ever had anything like that happen before in an airing of the show? That you can I don't remember? think so. Ooh. Hmm. Unprofessional. <laughs> but, but they they brought it back and they rewound a little. Yeah. <laughs> this is where Gabby is getting in her head and having some self-doubt. She said, I have a gut feeling it's not me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which... Well, she wasn't wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So it's kind of more of the same. At the nighttime portion, Zach is like, I wish I knew, trying so hard to figure this out, so torn... Which has to be very unsettling I, for Gabby. Yeah, I just again, I it just seems like theatrics at at this yeah. point. Oh, I don't know who. Oh, I just I'm so in love with both of you. Christy <laughs> <laughs> is just speechless. She doesn't she doesn't know where to go. It's just, it's too much. It's all too much. <laughs> the next thing we see is Sean and Catherine having their moment in the hot seat. Yeah, well, you can't forget to mention that Jesse very, uh, just, I mean, just in his best host behavior, apologized for the technical difficulties. Oh, well. Before being like, oh, Oh, what a coincidence. Oh, my goodness. Sean Lowe is here. Wow. 
John basically admitted that Zach has not been doing well. No, he pretty much roasted Zach the entire time. Like, yeah, no, that was a bad decision. Pretty much everything was like, well, that's not how I would have done it. <laughs> I mean, he gave him the blueprint, but Zach couldn't keep it in his pants. So here we are. Yeah. I so, did, did you notice Jesse really, and see, this is, just goes to show you, like, I don't even remember her name. I don't remember her name because Jesse, like, never talked to the wife. What's what's her name? Catherine? Yeah, Catherine. He, he did feel, throw, he threw her a couple of questions. Mm-hmm. Like, weak. They're like, barely. I mean, to be fair, I guess they're trying to relate Sean to Zach, so. Maybe it's time we stop doing that. I feel like. That has only brought us pain and suffering. I mean, yeah, each Bachelor is their own person, own season. Like, we don't have to try and replicate. No, we do. Because we're making a comeback. Okay? I'm not sure that's actually happening, but they're they're trying. Hey, if they... All they gotta do, all they gotta do is just show Jesse the door, bring back Chris Harrison. He's said it himself. He's... They would be fools, morons, idiots, not to seriously consider it. That is such, <laughs> such an ego there. But. <laughs> yeah, let's let's not devolve into a Chris Harrison episode here. So back in Thailand, Neil Lane has not made the trip, so Jesse will <laughs> fill in to act as a proxy, I guess, to show him the four or five rings. And I'll be honest, I didn't even I don't even remember that. Well, <laughs> we learn in an interview after the season that the ring Katie wanted was like a gold band with like an emerald cut or something, but it turns out that's the ring that Tino gave Rachel last bachelorette season, and so I guess that means she can't get it cuz it's like already been used or whatever, so she didn't actually end up with the, the exact ring she wanted. Huh. It's just stupid to me. Like, who cares if that's what Tino gave Rachel last year? They're one of a kind, okay? Wow. Unique. So. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I, I don't I don't see that as being a thing that should be a thing. Not at all. I mean, I guess you, they just got to survive what two years and then they can pawn it and yeah. buy the emerald cut <laughs> she wanted after all i mean i'm i'm sure that neil lane jewelry holds its value fantastically i don't know who so who can who can be sure it's now proposal day and we see the first van pulling up which is always the person getting dumped. Yep. And out steps Gabby. Which led into like this really, I thought, iconic moment where <laughs> it's like muddy sand. And she's like, don't do that to Katie when it actually matters. And everyone's just like, oh, what? <laughs> so she knew even at that moment. Yeah, she, whether it was her, her intuition, what, 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 wherever that came from, whether it was intuition, whether it was uh, intrusive ADHD thoughts, uh, wherever that came from, that definitely was correct. I mean, everybody knows. Like, I don't think, has there ever been a time where the first one that showed up was, was the winner? No, I mean, I guess it might be hard to know if you're the first. You can sometimes tell when you're the second, though. Because Katie said in an interview that when she got there, she could see a set of footprints. Like in the sand or whatever. So she knew then she was the second one. Mm-hmm. And there was another season, I think it was Nick's season, where the final two girls who got dumped, her coat was still hanging up. <laughs> wow. Wow. 
now, now we don't always know who's truly the first, right? Because they can show us it in any well, sequence they desire. Yeah, but I don't think they would ever do it the other way around where like Zach gets engaged to Katie and then has to go dump Gabby. True. I, I'm just saying more from the contestant's point of view. Like if they're, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, there could be a world where there are some shenanigans, but generally, what yeah. we see first, no matter what, is going to be, yeah, the loser. I would say this breakup could have gone better. I don't know. I thought if, I thought this was a great breakup because she didn't take any crap from him. Well, I mean from Zach's actions or words because... Oh, you're saying she should have, like, smacked him with a shovel or something. Well, because, <laughs> like, I mean, she's walking up knowing she's going to get dumped and he starts his speech and she's like, you don't have to say it, I don't want to hear it. And Zach keeps trying to, like say all these nice things she's like can you stop I can't, I can't be the villain here i can't i have all these beautiful things for you which just aren't gonna make her feel any better and he said i only made this decision last night which don't say that here like uh, some grade a all-american bs right there so, yeah, Gabby is still, like, remaining pretty composed all through this, saying I'll be okay. Katie is really special. I don't need an apology. And then in the car, leaving, she feels humiliated. I stuck around thinking maybe it's just fear, but my gut is always right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was rough to watch kudos to her though like and i feel like a lot of the time the the last dumpy is kind of required to and not 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 like compelled but feels compelled to stick around and like take all that yeah i mean there's really no need to i mean just think think back to michelle and nate right brandon you're right she married or got engaged to did they break up yes unsurprising but brandon <laughs> who's now engaged to serene yes sweet summer child brandon like the that was a lot <laughs> that was that was a lot and that is unnecessary <laughs> as well um and to just have have her push back against that i was super proud of her because he really in my opinion did her wrong yeah he didn't deserve getting to say all those things he was no trying he to didn't say. no because that's like that's my point and the conclusion i've reached is like obviously go live your life and be happy and whatnot but like i don't think he deserves to feel good or better about that i just don't think he does because he no. like it was just a terrible sequence of events and that terrible sequence of events that he was responsible for and depending on the timeline and what exactly you believe there it's a range of sort of bad but it's still bad regardless yep so this leads into gabby's now on stage and obviously like not fun watching that back and she <laughs> i love how jesse's just like what's the most painful part oh <laughs> hate that question <laughs> like just you you have not suffered enough let's let's, let's dig into that. yes let's really let's get to the meat of this what was really what just seared you to the very soul so she had the thought process that, like, you know, the day of, like, there's a lot of waiting and interviews and getting ready, and she thought Zach would never make me go through this. But she's also forgetting that, like, this is how it used to be. 
like usually the final two person has to show up on the proposal stage and get dumped. It's only in recent seasons where we've seen a bit of a departure from that. Yeah, I feel like recent seasons have just been a complete disaster in terms of like hemorrhaging contestants in the final like three weeks. Yeah. So by the time you by the time you get to the end, you only have one choice because everybody <laughs> else has just left angrily, like on their own behalf. Yeah, Gabby said after that she didn't leave like I guess before this point because she didn't want to make Katie feel like she was the default hmm. choice. So that was interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Just hearing this, the the fact that they agreed that their their fantasy sweet sex would be private between the two of them. Yeah. And, and that she she didn't know that he had told everyone, I guess, until she watched some, part of it back at least. Yep, with the rest of the world. Yeah. Just like at least give her a heads up. Just the amount of, like, and, you know, she said as much, just feeling ashamed and, and all of this stuff. Like, that's, again, we talked about all of that. Like, the fact that that stuff is meant to be vague and ambiguous for, for precisely this reason. So you don't have someone standing up there feeling like, in, in her words, like a whore because you're the only one who has slept with the lead and that's just that information is now every every person in the world knows that like that's just yeah incredibly I would, rude and I awful would, i would hate that so much but like the fact that specifically like she was like yeah like i was brushing my teeth and he came up behind me and we agreed that it would be private like and then, like, if you think back to that conversation where he comes into her room and she just has to sit there and take it, basically, as he blabs about, oh, I got to tell people. And how how just uh, guilty he felt for sleeping yeah. with her. And, like, like, the amount of just psychological torture he inflicted on her is just incredibly awful and rude. I just, yeah. it, it makes me so mad, honestly. And because of their, like, timing issues, we this whole segment kind of got cut short. I feel like it needed to be a little longer, but. I don't know. I, I just, I don't end this season with a good taste in my mouth. Yeah, a lot of the finales kind of have that effect, I think. <laughs> What is not all about love winning? I mean, that's part of it, but that means there's always the counterpart where somebody is devastated. Yeah, I just... It's a bit of, like, emotional roller coaster. Yeah. I don't know. Just, like, breaking, breaking that illusion of fantasy suites being secret really like it just it put a target on her back it really like made her feel awful it just revealed her private business to the entire world like there's just like this laundry list of stuff yeah he did her dirty for sure and so i i don't know how how happy i can really be for katie yeah, it did put a damper on it because, like, we finished this whole, like, tense hot seat with them and then we jump back to, hey, it's time for Zach everything, to get engaged. Yeah, everything's great. Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah, it kind of takes the wind out of the sails a bit. Yeah. So tell me about the 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 moment that true love won out i mean this is pretty all pretty normal i mean zach did the whole like 
thing where he says something like, I can't tell you I'm falling in love, but, or like, but, or something. And then, but I am in love with you. That mm-hmm. ridiculous thing that producers make them do. Christy cried. Well, really? No, I'm, I'm, I am kidding. Christy was unaffected emotionally. I mean, I've seen a million of these at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, hopefully they last. They seem like they pair well together. Yeah, I mean, there it's sort of, uh, I don't know, it's, it's been the case that, you know, we, we've gotten a lot of indications throughout the past few weeks in particular about just how this season would end who would win out i mean just thinking thinking back for example like the fact that katie was the one that the producers allowed to bring him that care basket when you had covid so that i mean that that was that was one thing i also think that and i don't mean this in a mean or derogatory way but i feel like Perhaps Katie was just boring enough for him. Does that make sense? Like, are you contrasting that with like Ariel? Um. Well, like Ariel or or Gabby. Like the just the fact that like, uh, for example, they're both from Houston, and he was wanting to move back to Houston, like that that thing the fact that she hasn't i don't think gotten into it with any of the cast members this season right like she's had a like a drama free season like you know all all of these things like she found out about the sleeping with gabby thing and i mean i'm sure he probably made his choice by like before then anyways but like she didn't make a huge deal of it. She was just like, well, I'm not happy about this. And then comes back all fine and dandy for the dinner portion. Like all these different things versus uh, you have a, a Gabby with with her ADHD and like excitement and all that, which is fun. But I mean, she even mentioned that like they had all these deep conversations during their fantasy suite. It's like, it wouldn't surprise me if that was kind of a final straw for him. Like, "Mm, you're going to be too much of a wave maker for me here. Or even like Ariel as, as like as balanced and non-dramatic as she is, she and I, he, he, he may not even be aware of this, but like, even with her, like, there's that, like, because she's U- Ukrainian, Jewish, and so there's like the Ukrainian conflict and like, like, you know, genocide or not genocide of the whole, you know, Palestine and Israel conflict that has been going on for decades. And like, I mean, you saw... A, a lot of stuff like that online as well. So, yeah, I I always felt that Ariel would never have taken like it would have would not never have taken any crap from Zach. Like she's like she always he, seemed, her brother would not have taken any crap. Well, for sure not. <laughs> I mean, she even mentioned um, that they talked about like her family visit during their fantasy suites. And how she could tell, like, there's probably, like, a few too many differences. She thinks that part of that may have been the reason why she went home. Yeah, look, I can totally see that. Again, it just, it it fits very well with how he's operated this whole season of, like, avoiding drama, keeping things as simple and easy as possible. Yeah. Like, so you have... You know, situations where, like, people are creating drama. Goodbye. You know, you have, like, all of this uh, single, like, 
single mom energy. Goodbye. Like all these different things that are kind of like, uh, I don't know. That seems like it's a little too, too exciting for me. Me being Zach. That's kind of my opinion. Yeah, we also like didn't really get a sense of what he wanted based on the little screen time we saw of him last. He wanted a wife. Well, it seems <laughs> like he got one. Well, he got a fiance. Well, supposedly their wedding will be in 2025. But see, that's the thing. I, I could believe that because like that's a very like boring Zach thing to do. It's like, yes, I made it through with a with a non-dramatic woman who doesn't have a ton of baggage. Yes. All right. Now, let us plan this wedding. Uh, is this date in 2025 good for you? Okay, yes, there it is. And uh, we shall conceive, not on the honeymoon, but in the first year. Like, I just, I very much see that being a conversation. I mean, he strikes me as, like, fairly, fairly traditional, so it's not surprising. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, as, as much as he said that things like that didn't influence him, I think at the end of the day, the people who had not quite so uh, just streamlined or traditional backgrounds, whether that was their family structure or additional baggage or like whatever it was, that he was not really interested in seriously considering that. Yeah, there were like red flags, I guess, for him. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, it's it's his life. He can do what he wants. But, man, did he F up the end of the season real bad. <laughs> it was messy, that's for sure. I mean, I... I, I still go back to... I, I still think that perhaps it was worse than what Clayton did. I mean, Clayton also revealed that he had sex with Rachel and Gabby. Didn't he have sex with, with all of them? With well, the top three? With, with Susie, they never actually made it to the, like... Oh, they, bed, they only... It was only heavy part. petting or something. It wasn't Well, completely... no, like, they... I don't even, I don't think they made it past, like, the dinner... Because he sent her home? No, remember there was like the whole discussion where she was like, wouldn't want to be with you if you've been intimate with the other women. Oh, that oh that's right. That's right. And then like Jesse had to come out and comfort him. Yeah. I mean, at least, at least he had the common decency to sleep with two of the three. And he didn't sleep with the other one because of her, her own boundaries. Did he tell them all that he <laughs> loved them? Yes. Uh, yes. Yes, he did. But <laughs> well, at least Zach had the, the, the. I don't know what it's called. He he kept the love word till the very end. Yeah. Well, that you do have to do that. But I mean, that was it was not enough to save no. to save him. So I guess we will see in the coming months if this thing has legs. I mean, I sure hope so. I always feel after all of that. It better have it legs. It better last. It better have legs after what you put Gabby through. I mean, goodness gracious. So, Christy. When does charity season start airing? June 26th, I think, at a new time. Oh, my goodness. 9 p.m. You've got to be kidding me. Why? I, I'm not kidding. Why? I, 
apparently that show claim to fame will be on at eight. Why? I mean, does last... anybody watch that? I guess enough people watched the first season that they renewed it. That's the one with like the one of the couple of the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, I know. Why? Well, when they did this before, they aired that show at ten following Bachelor. So I guess they decided to swap it, put that show first. All right, I'm making an executive decision. We are now recapping that show and not The Bachelor. Okay, I I have bedtime, all right? I can't be up all hours. Because, okay, so what, it's going to be, it's going to air at nine. And then for these ridiculous mega episodes, we're going to be up till midnight or one o'clock in the morning. Oh, for like af- after the yeah. final rose. I mean, that's only one week. Well, yeah, that'll be ending at midnight unless they split it like in two nights. I don't think I've ever been more angry. Yeah, I'd rather it stayed at eight personally, but. Unbelievable. That's, that's what they've decided to do. If they're serious about making a comeback, why would they do this? This seems counterproductive. Who knows? I don't know who's in charge of people. Have to be at work in the morning, for goodness' sake. I just, uh, uh, I wish I hadn't asked you that. I could have (laughs) been in blissful ignorance for another few weeks, and but I'm just gonna suffer now with that knowledge. Is there anything else? from this episode observations wisdom uh or even outside of this episode um there was one thing so zach and katie went on caitlin's podcast and zach talked about how nick vial had reached out to him and through text or whatever to like offer support whatever and then, like, the very next day on his podcast, dropped the whole Zach lacks empathy, he's being a dick, all this stuff. So, super two-faced. Hmm. Would I be correct in saying that Nick Vial is kind of the the anti-Sean Lowe? I mean, that, that's not wrong entirely. I don't know. He's not. He's always making waves. He's the one who said the last Bachelor people liked was him. Yeah, okay. So, I found that interesting. Hmm. Well, I'm not going to say anything mean because I'm turning over a new leaf. <laughs> <laughs> only but- only nice things now from, from, from this moment on. <laughs> we'll see how long that lasts. Probably five minutes into... next season so oh man well do you want to hear the absolutely astronomical kiss count for this season i'm not going to even bother giving the total for the episode i'm just going to give the whole season let's hear it 492 he had to he had to whittle it down he was real busy this whole season i mean this i don't know just so much like maybe it's just because it's very traumatic for me but i swear each season gets worse in terms of the kissing and what we get exposed to as far as like their kissing styles and stuff it's just it's pretty aggressive not necessary just like I will consume your entire skull. It's a little scary sometimes. Like, you slip up just one time and get a good seal on there instead of the motion with the lips, and next thing you know, you've inhaled half the person's face. <laughs> scary stuff, I'm telling you. Maybe one day that'll <laughs> happen. I, I, you know, I think they would not be able to air that on television. That would be a very graphic injury so i don't know i don't know it's it's a little terrifying but on that note 
I don't think I have anything else to talk about. I just uh, am thinking about all the tea I have to make you consume so that we can record our episode for Married at First Sight. Hmm? You're looking forward to that, I know. Always. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, again, apologies for the delay, but you did not want to hear me talking yesterday or three days ago. Hey, my voice is still nasally. Yes, but at least it sounds like you. I don't, I don't know what know. I sounded like, but it was a little scary to hear. My voice still sounds really weird to me. Well, that's what being sick with the flu will do for you. On that note, we will talk to you soon for another exciting episode of Married at First Sight and be back in June for more Bachelor Nation.